the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. Hi, folks. Hey, welcome to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This brought to you by Alpha Site Logistics. If you're doing an event out in Imperial Valley, you need to go with a company that's been out there over 20 years supporting groups all over the place with portable toilets, hand wash stations, hand wash trailers, uh, shade trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more. All you need to do is give them a call at 760-352-8383 and tell them that you're thinking about doing an event. And uh, tell them you heard it right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, we got Audrey and Ed in the house. It's kind of quiet, so it sounds to me like we need to start finding some sponsors to come in and do a show with us. Yes. Whether it be a bike shop or a manufacturer. Yeah, it's definitely our off-season right now with the desert season usually being October to April. So, you know, quiet time right now. Um, My Jeep's been in the shop for... Two week, two oh and a half weeks now. So uh, everybody's getting repairs done and it upgrades, is. and I'm hanging around town every weekend. Yeah, yeah. Last weekend was a good uh, event we had out at Pacific Island Brewery as our fundraising event. Um, uh, as uh, you guys are all aware, that we had an um, unfortunate news back in March where um, our lobbyist and her partner were tragically murdered, and then. Um, and so since then, we've been looking for a replacement, and it looks like our costs. We have we we hosted the lobbyist for the first year, and then after that, we teamed up with ASA American Sand Association and Corva California Off Road Vehicle Association, and we created a subgroup committee called the Off Road Vehicle Legislative Coalition, and we've had that going for f- four years now. Five, I think we have had five, Kathy for five years. Total well, we now? Had her in 2017. Yeah. And then in 2018, we joined our partners. Yeah. So for four years now, we've had um, one of the best lobbyists that I feel in Sacramento. And yes, absolutely fantastic. fantastic. Um, so well regarded. Strategic in getting our letters to the committees and, and in where they needed to be in advance yeah. and... She um, was good with the little details, like you said, with getting our letter, our position letters into the right people at the right time. And she also had a bigger strategic outlook. Yeah. That, okay. You know, we, we, we brought up a topic to her and she said, well, this year is bad for that. I think we're going to have to wait till next year, but we can maybe go into some offices and sort of prime the pump for next year. Yeah. So, yeah. In fact, we were do- working on that before her untimely 
demise. Right. Uh, so, so one of our one of our big things that we've been working on is um, with Corva and American Sand Association that we got uh, in place was the big Carnegie fight in Carnegie SVRA State Vehicular Recreation Area, and um, for twenty years we were trying to get the expansion area, three thousand acre area, um, with with actual trails to go through for four by fours and Jeep trails because most Carnegie is. Most dirt bike um, and Mostly a single track area and with some dirt roads. Yeah, and they have a four wheel drive challenge area and they have motocross track. Yeah, uh, but they have the hill climbs. They're famous for the hill climbs. They oh have yeah, this immense, steep, long hill, and they have national hill climb contests there. Well. Um, our amazing lobbyist, Kathy Lynch, may she rest in peace, uh, worked in um, a trailer bill, uh, SB 155, where we we knew after the five-year battle of Carnegie that we were going to lose Carnegie and we were not going to be able to keep that. It was going to be a continuous the battle. land, not yes. the actual place, but the land. The state had bought the land right next to it, 3,000 acres, like yes, you said, 20-something years it. ago. They want a neighbor. They with, they with called the it and named it the Tesla expansion, uh, but they, I didn't. I, I didn't like that. They had another it. name for it too, but it, it referred to in legislation so as the Tesla expansion. People that, that don't like off roading, we're trying to get it taken away from us, and we beat down their bills. They got bills introduced to remove it from us for four years, and then the last year they had tuned it to where they got a lot of the opposition out. And we were going to lose it no matter what. Yeah. So Kathy went in and negotiated, well, if you're going to take this from us, you need to give us something else with for mitigation. And they got it into a trailer bill. So a trailer bill is a bill that goes at the end of the session to work out the finances of bills that have financial impacts. And so they added this language to the bill saying that the off-roaders should get some land to make up for the loss at Carnegie. And one of the, the front runners was uh, an area called Henry Co. State Park, which is a really big park in the middle of the state, and it's very uh, lightly used. And they thought they could carve out a little area and just have some trails in it. So that's um, in the works. Maybe we'll get it, maybe we won't. So Kathy had worked on a number of things for us, and one of the things she worked on was the um, the thirty thirty initiative. I don't know if you remember that, Audrey, but uh, Gavin Newsom did a uh, what do they call it when the governor makes a a rule like a proclamation, saying that the state needs to protect thirty percent of the water and thirty percent of the land by the year thirty thirty. And I I think those are three arbitrary numbers. You know, it couldn't have been thirty one percent or twenty nine percent. By the year 3032. Oh, no, he wants to make it rhyme and sound so they like all, something. They all wanted to be cute and nice and be the same. Um, and they, there's been trouble. How do they designate this land? How do they define protect? And that's kind of a problem. So there was a meeting two weeks ago, and Corva's Amy Granite uh, attended the meeting, and she sent me some of the information that they um, were working on. And so I got these you know, there are a couple of links, and you open it, and they go on and on and on. And I got to see a map of the land that they have um, designated. And right now, they're at 23-point-something percent of the state is protected. And so I 
I scrolled down and I and I really expanded the area of San Diego and Imperial County because that's where I'm familiar with. And I wanted to see, well, I know area that is that is protected, and I wanted to see if that land is on the map of the protected land. So in California or in San Diego County, the Cleveland National Forest has a lot of land, and that land is very well protected. And I looked around on there, and the area that I thought should be protected, it's not lit up green like the other area. Now, I don't understand why. Which is, that's really strange to me, because when you look at our state vehicular recreation areas, we are held to a higher standard than any other state park. We, for our regulations of what what we have to meet, what our soil has to test yeah. at, what we have to, to so, so the exceed. the forest is, is tough. Like, you're talking about state parks. So Ocotillo Wells is a state park. That's I'm talking about 80, SBRAs, state yeah, vehicular yeah. recreation right. areas, Ocotillo not even Wells just state parks. SBRA. Yes. So Anza Brago is on the list, but Ocotillo Wells is not. And Ocotillo Wells, I believe, should be. Because yeah. They, it, like it, Audrey it said. held to a higher standard than Anza Brago. They, they have legal standards for soil, for uh, biological life, plants and animals, and for archaeological stuff. So it's it's kind of crazy that that's not in and now what really bothered me the most is that like this vast area of imperial county is not being counted and i think a couple years ago we really talked a lot about the flat tail horned lizard that's a lizard that is uh, a candidate species it's not listed anywhere but the about 11 or 12 agencies in imperial county work together to keep it off the list They've, ca- they've formed what they call the Manager's Oversight Group. And together, they're doing a whole bunch of stuff to keep the lizard um, in, in good standing so it doesn't go on the list. And one of their agreements is that there's no more than a 2% disturbance cap of the ground. So they cannot like you know use a tractor and put a sidewalk, a parking lot, a building, any kind of facility. They have to have natural land all but 2%. So all that land, and that's an awful lot of acres, and all that land is not lit up on the map for protected land, and I believe it should be. Yeah, and in my opinion, if you look at all of the state vehicular recreation areas and you look at all of our actual state parks, and if you include that land in, we should already have over 30% of the wildlife, the land, water, and our rivers are protected. We have some of the highest... uh, uh, regulations put in place above because for, you know like i've said for for a long time now california leads the way whatever california does the the rest of the country seems to follow california's lead i'm as far you know with every aspect of the idea the air pollution control district the forest management um and everything else that we've done Cal- we lead the way We had to take a quick break. We'll come right back after this. Yep. S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Wayne Miller Tire. If you're looking for a tire for whatever, Wayne Miller probably has it in his warehouse. And if he doesn't have it, he knows how to get it. Yep roadside service uh from your small car all the way up to your tractor trailer and wayne miller will go anywhere to help you out so you need to give him a call at 619-596-2800 all right so we were chatting a little bit 
uh, about the 30-30 split. But, you know, when you know that the governor has got aspirations of the White House, you know, it's going to be real trippy as to what he's going to start doing between now and 24. Oh, yeah. Because he's going to set the stage, whether whether he sets it properly or oh, yeah. we don't you, know. You can already tell the Democrats are looking for a new face. You can see Biden's out. You can see they're not happy right. with, with Kamala Harris and, and her right. actions. Um, this last week, she's she's really just, her, so, her ratings are down just as much in my so opinion. So I think having a lobbyist now is way more important than ever before so hopefully you guys will be able to get somebody dialed in uh yeah i know that corva amy garnett um american sand association bob ham and um our wonderful ed stoven have been looking at a couple of candidates um depending on who the candidate is that's that's uh you know right where i'm, I'm back at we, we we need to raise more funds you know um kathy lynch was absolutely amazing she had it in her heart um she knew the bigger picture um, strategically, she knew how to look at uh, politics and play the game. Um, you know, she was a bipartisan. She wasn't, you know, a Democrat or a Republican. She was a bipartisan leader. She looked at the policy and not the politics. And it, and that was just absolutely key of knowing the policy and how to get it through. Um, the lobbyists that we're looking at, you know, Kathy... In her heart, she represented uh, hunters and the Second Amendment groups, and she stood up for for those groups that, that a lot of others didn't. And it and it was in her heart and in her beliefs and in her morals and principles of what she wanted to follow. So when it came to uh, working for the Off Road Vehicle Legislative Coalition (SDRC, Corva, and ASA), um, she really didn't charge us that much. She really could have been charging us, you know, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year, which is, you know, a normal fee. A lobbyist could charge anywhere from seventy, eighty, hundred, hundred and twenty thousand dollars, depending on what the issue is and what they want to, you know, how what you need to achieve and, and how you're going to push legislation through. Yeah, how um, much time how much they, time need, to they need to spend on it. How much they got to be in Sacramento and in front of committees and speaking and and getting it on the news and making it aware and. Um, you know, pull, pulling in, if we have to pull in any type of experts or anything like that, and we got to pay the fee to have, you know, a scientist do reports and stuff of what Pismo, uh, Friends of Oceano Dunes is facing, pulling in their own third party outside specialists to pay for, um, you know, to get what documentation, you know, that you need to go to court and fight the battle. Um, you know, we could be looking at, at, a, a large cost increase for our lobbyist. Um, I know that there's a couple that that we've looked at that are are friendly towards us, so they might not cost. You know, we might be only looking at a twenty grand increase of an annual fee for our lobbyist, um, which I'm pretty sure. I think we paid Kathy forty grand um, a year, or I think just under because she liked us a um, little less than that, maybe. But well, we I could be looking whoever, at eighty. I think whoever 100, you think one hundred and twenty. We got to bring him on the show. Yeah, and vet him on air. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this way you'll give your sharing with the community instead of doing it within a behind closed doors by putting whoever the candidates are, you know, ask them straight up questions, find out where their heads at, and that way if there's any comments from the from the from SDORC or any of the other, you know, there's an opportunity to do so cuz let's face it, all the people paying their dues, they're not going to know anything about this lobbyist. They're going to rely on you. Yes. A small handful of people to make that decision. Where I think, and, and and I think the more people that can chime in, you know, they can, you know, we could put it on the website. 
put it on air, send in, you know, send us questions that you might have for your lobbyist. Who knows? You might see a question that you never even thought of. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if they're not afraid to come off, they're afraid to come on. Well, then that's a good. That's, that's a dead problem. Oh that's yeah, a that's problem. A, they need to be an eloquent speaker that should be able to handle well, the pressure of being so on we're, air. We're likely you know? to do a project with with one person. We've we've sort of filtered down to somebody that we want to give a chance. So instead of just bringing them on retainer, we're talking about hiring them for a specific project and. I think the project would be to help us with the side-by-side issue. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about side-by-sides in the recent weeks about there's um, been an increase in problems, in accidents. Um, and the state is very interested in doing something about it. And the state is hosting a meeting in Sacramento um, in later August. And it will not be an open meeting to the public. It's going to be sort of a private meeting, and I'm trying to get invited, and I'm trying to bring Audrey in with me. So we've, we've put our names in, and we hope we'll be asked to come. And Audrey and I have been approved by SDRC to buy airfare to go up there. Um, so we're talking to a guy, and I, I think this person will want to um, take this project on and see just to help us. Because what the state gets with this uh, meeting, they are probably going to turn it into legislation. Yeah. And I get that being a nice small project and, and I'm looking it's, at it's a larger a nice scale. Piece. Like we want to well, talk yeah, 30, 30 and, and yeah, Henry yeah, Co and making sure that we have trails when you have net right now, they're looking at adding and, and subtracting from the national monument. When Obama was in, he added in, um, the Mojave, uh, Mojave trails, trails, national, national monument. monument, which is a million acre monument, 1.7 million, 1.7 million acre monument which is affects yeah. so many trails it's not even funny and whether or not those trails will you still have access to it or not um so you know having him look at that and and making sure that we don't lose trails and we keep access and with 3030 coming and ensuring that we don't lose trails and we don't lose access with 3030 and potentially ensuring that you know Akatia wells and um you, so yeah we want to have Akatia wells accounted yeah. As well as a variety of other areas that, you know, what an ACEC is, Area of Critical Environmental Concern. Um, we need all the ACECs added because those are areas that are off the shelf for any kind of development. And some of these other areas that were not on the list, uh, like in the Cleveland National Forest, there's a number of designations. And there's uh, recreation non-motorized and there's recreation motorized. Well, even recreation motorized, it sounds bad. But they don't allow very many routes, and it's like pulling teeth to get another route put in. And if they were to get a route, it, it wouldn't be very much uh, surface disturbance. They, they have uh, rules that uh, go with um, route minimization. So if, if you have a, one place and you want to go to another place in the forest, they have so many miles away, um, you can't have a bunch of routes going across the forest. They have route minimization. You can have one or two routes that goes from here to there. And when they did travel management, they closed a lot of routes that, that they considered to be extra. Now, us users, we don't consider them to be extra. Like, oh, there's the easy way, there's the medium way, there's the hard way, there's the scenic way. Like, and we have a lot of value for all those different routes. Well, some people who are the bureaucrats running the 
uh, the agency, they don't see it the same way, and, and they need to be educated. So, again, like it, it requires people like Audrey and myself, and it requires a lobbyist and, and us working with other groups. So, man, we, we always have our hands full. But see, it, may, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, unless they can prove damage and neglect to the, to the open areas, what gives them the right to just say, okay, we're closing this 10,000-acre area? That's the it's, that's it's the tough. most dangerous word to us. No, I know. Resources. <laughs> it's the most dangerous word to us. Because resources can be construed and interpreted in so many different ways that it's it's not, you know. But, I'm, but my point is, if, if for example, Borrego, Borrego Springs. You know, why, why out there is there so much vitriol of trying to close this place down when there's been no proof that the off-road community is doing massive damage to this area other than bringing income in? It's the same exact reason that Pismo Beach is having the issue right now. Well, that's a little you've different got, because that's money. Got, that's it, money. That's that's the housing. And that's the same thing that's going on in Borrego Springs, no though. Built, you've got yeah, no you've got the the large scale millionaires that own ranches down in Borrego that fly in and out from the airport that don't like to see us in town. They don't like to see our vehicles driving through. They don't want to see our dirt kicked up, even though it's seven miles away outside of town, going into Coyote Canyon. They don't want to see our trails and our and our. Um, at fifth wheels out there, or our trailers out there, and us camping and having a good time. Because uh, there's the Borrego, there's a lot of people, there's big money in Borrego that doesn't want to off roaders out there. That's not right. I mean, that's just truly not right. I'm sorry. Yeah. And that's why, and you know, as far as a, uh, you know, an advocate, I think a retainer would probably be the best way to go in the long haul. Oh, for yeah. sure. We we want to get to a retainer, but we want to make sure that this person... And yeah, this um, is a good way to do it. Sign him up once. You, know, yeah, you, you hate to he or hire him on a retainer and then let him go next yeah, year. Yeah, because a retainer, you have to what, sign him up for a year. Well, you, you, there's... It's usually you know, you, a, a, a two, three a year. year. Projects generally last longer like than it, that. I They're, think we had Kathy with two year. Yeah. But but we have in it a, like a 30-day either side can end the right. agreement. Okay. Yes. All right, let's take a quick break. You're listening to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This brought to you by PRMI Mortgage. Boy, I tell you, if you have a reverse mortgage or you're looking at one or maybe you want to refi or you're in the military and you want an opportunity to buy a new home for a buck, how do you go about that? Well, we got our good buddy Chris Wiley up in Alpine. Doesn't make any difference. He goes everywhere. PRMI Mortgage. Give him a call at 619-722-1303. And if you just happen to buy an off-road vehicle or maybe you just weren't aware of San Diego Off-Road Magazine. It's been around since the 80s. Here's an opportunity to stay on top of what's going on out in the deserts and the hills and the trails and the lakes. Whether you can camp, sleep, ride, whatever the case may be, all that information is in San Diego Off-Road Magazine. There's classifieds. There's very uh, uh, intelligent conversations. There's uh, Ed writes a column as well to keep you uh, politically in check to know what we need to do. We were talking off-air. We don't want to be a reactive group. We want to be a proactive group. And if it makes sense, we're behind it. So give these guys 
uh, a jingle at ssorm.com, ssorm.com. All right. Mm-hmm. Instead of writing notes, what are you doing? Fire. Oh, fire. Uh, forest service. Get a little bit closer to the bike there, guy. Your forest service. Um, they are, the National Forest is initiating emergency fuel reduction treatments to provide for the long-term survival of giant sequoia groves against immediate wildfire threats. It's, I, I just saw this the uh, so release happy. for that. Well, we want them to do that. The timing seems off. It's like at the beginning of fire season, right? Because the worst fires happen between June and October. Well, the redwoods are burning to the ground right now. That's probably why it's um, cropped up. And, well, and so for decades, the environmental community has uh, advocated that we just stay out of the forest, let it be natural. Yeah. Well, something Hands that's off. not natural is fuel reduction, right? Taking out the bushes and the dead stuff so that the fires don't have as much fuel to burn as hot because a lot of the trees can survive a fire if they don't get too hot. But if the, if the fuel from year after year of bushes and weeds builds up, it can get so hot that it, it kills the trees. Yeah. You know, do you know why the San Diego River overflows every year? Why is that? Because the environmentalists will not allow us to dredge the San Diego Riverbed to yeah. get all the garbage and trash off the bottom so that it will not overflow. It'll flow to the ocean like it's supposed to. Yep. But because these environmentalists are so worried about the little bugs and the little frogs and the little critters, Oh, they're not going to let us do it. So consequently, it floods Mission Valley. It yeah, because it's basically from San Carlos through yeah. Mission Valley, past the golf course, and down a little right. further right there. That's I, I want to say it's all full of trash. Right. Everything washed down into yep. that area. And, and then just all the homeless up. that are living down in yep. there, you've got the human feces, you've got their trash. I mean, but oh, no, 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 no. Don't dredge it. We, you know, we don't want to, you know, we want to, we want to be able to flood Mission Valley as much as we possibly can seems to be their their mindset. So it's 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 again the people that think they're doing good just haven't read the last chapter of the book. Yeah, I'm very thankful to hear that they are actually going in. I mean, I'm knowing and learning. Going to school at UCSD, I learned long ago, and then going and having we did our annual trip up to Yosemite every year, and and I learned long ago about the the giant redwoods yeah. and the and the giant sequoias out there, and and you know I remember learning as a kid um, that the giant redwoods and the giant sequoias need fire to burn. Their seeds don't propagate without it. Um, and, and that they have to have fire. I remember that we almost lost our entire giant Sequoia National Forest, the General Sherman and everything, because I think from 1800 to 1900, and I think it was until about 1910, 1920, is when they finally realized they had the full-on hands-off, no touching anything, you can't log, you can't, no fire, no fire reduction, nothing like that. But strong fire suppression. But strong fire suppression, yes, and and yeah. they they realized that they were literally destroying the forests because they weren't growing. There were no, there babies, were no babies because they didn't have a fire to help the seeds propagate. Yes, what a surprise! It's called forest that. management. Isn't there even so a college there. course you could take on forest you, management? I bet you could major in that. I, I mean, think you can too. But they're not listening to these people. They're listening. Well, to they're that. starting to listen because yeah. they just made a national initiative to do fuel reduction. Uh, in the California forests. It's amazing I, how we're governed by our emotional science instead of actual science. I think the timing science. is weird. Well, like, I, they're, 
But yeah. I, I, I copy two sentences, but I read more of it, and they're really going to work on this through the later 2023. So it's, um, it's better late than ever, but it seems like it's on the late side. Like, oh, there's a bunch of the force is burning. We need to do something to help it. So we're going to start this initiative and it's going to take two years to now. Get how anywhere. much you want to bet in a year down the line, they're going to say that that the fires were started by side by sides that oh, needed some sort of spark arrester. Oh, and we're going to need a we're going to need a red sticker, green sticker side by side and and seasons for the side by sides because, you know, they can't and inspections. And, and then, inspections. You ask, then you ask them, uh, well, side by sides, are they allowed in that forest? Oh no 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 no! We you know you can't bring them into that forest. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Long distance spark arresters. Is that what you're trying yeah. to tell me? Yeah, pretty much. But I, I bet it's all going to correlate and come back through, especially because they're focusing on side by sides right now due to the the, oh, the, the safety uh, amount of sales. It, it's the the amount of sales, but I think that there's been a couple of high profile cases. Well, and not only how many people really take their spark arresters off their side by sides. I'd say like a pretty good percentage, like maybe forty or fifty percent. So for what reason? High performance. Power, yeah, yeah. They, power. they don't make enough power, yeah. which is a laugh because <laughs> they are totally incredibly fast from the factory. See, now that's where I would these see days here are again, different. Proactive. Days. If you're out and you have a, and you've modified your vehicle against California regulations, you get a ticket, you, and you should. There, and, I, I, I hear them. I mean, I, I, I see it, and it's loud, and I know they come quiet they're not that quiet but they, they, i do pretty, get it like, i'm they're quieter than wets are modified and you got it they put yeah. a pipe on it's no different than barona or even cajon speedway when they're around you want to keep racing yes then you put mufflers on and yeah. if you don't want to race anymore take the mufflers off and you'll be done within a month yeah and that's what the, the industry needs to look at harley davidson has been battling with this for as long as harley davidson has been around and, That's a tough one. Well, because, it's not. It, it's not really because the only reason a Harley rider does it is for the noise. They like yeah. the noise. They like the noise. So I the side by side people. Li- they like some, the noise. They but, want it. Heard. Gonna, okay, I so mean, what's more I, important? What's more important? Open open land or the or joy of listening pipes. to your pipes? <laughs> oh, open land, hundred percent, hands oh down, God. having access, and Makes and I'm crazy. sorry, the regulation. You know, if we have to go forth with it, then that's what it is. It's back. not that I want it. Don't no, get me wrong. I know, half my vehicle, you know, I don't. I shouldn't we say all it have there, to but half my vehicles take. are modified in some way or another. Well, my race bikes are modified, but my my modern bikes I ride on public land. They, they're pretty stock. But I mean, it's 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 either you either make a concessions or you lose it. It's yeah. just real simple. And I think if you told the left, well, how about if we put a law in that you can't modify a side-by-side unless it's a competition vehicle and it's not going into open, it's only going to a racetrack. I don't know. The minute you buy a side-by-side, you're literally dropping another ten grand of parts into the side-by-side. Like, some, I know several people, people who yeah, immediately... It's so not necessary. It's so they not necessary. so freaking good from the factory. They are so capable. Yes. They're I mean, so fast. They're so well-suspended. And, and, you know, people just want to put their personal touch on a vehicle. Like, I want to modify it to express my, well, my individuality. It. Wrap it. Put checkered seat covers on it, you know, but leave the drivetrain alone. You know, it's funny in racing motorcycles, uh, they used to change like a lot of the those kind of parts. And lately, like just putting on like uh, a graphics kit and a seat cover is a big deal. Sure. 
They don't. There's your personalization, and they personalize. You know, it just seems to me like you know we're we're up we're fighting a gorilla, (laughs) and we have to we have to outsmart the gorilla, and the only way to do it is to come up with ideas legislatively that they can't argue against. Yeah, because I mean, look look at how much they're pushing the go green on us, and they're trying to use go electric and go green and and saving the environment on us and go, the grow green policy. When if you look at of, of uh, the actual policy behind it, it's detrimental to the United States. I mean, and and the three of us know that yeah. these electric vehicles are adding more carbon dioxide oh, than than a fuel efficient gasoline well, and, vehicle. And wouldn't it be fun if you could go up to them and say, "Okay, fine, let's make this area uh, electric vehicle only." And if we make this electric vehicle only, will you open up the next fifty thousand acres? Uh huh. Well, no. Think I'm, of something no else. I just want to do all electric, no gas, no exhaust, just all electric. What's your argument? How about the 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 how about they won't they'll have an think, argument. They'll think of some. Well, of course they will, but I mean, it w- but it won't be the truth. Well, it'll be a good argument. Yeah, and it won't be the truth. That's. That's, that's the key. Yes, that's the key right that's there. That's the key right there. Because that's the people the making right these laws, rules, and regulations. It's going to be their propaganda they of what they want. They don't have a clue. And I'll bet you 80% of them have never been in a side-by-side anymore. I'm surprised they're not attacking the boating community, you know, dumping you know, oil and gas in oh, the Oh, they, the they are. They are. Those trains are. trains are under attack right now, too. I don't know if you noticed that as well, that um, they literally let go of, in the entire United States over a third of the, um, what's it called when you run a train? You're a... Um, Engineer? Uh, okay. no, conductor? Conductor, there you go. You're, you're the conductor of the, the train. So they've gotten rid of over a third of it. They um, You want to talk about supply chain issues and what's going sure. on with that and sure. everything? There's Look at There's a problems. huge problem in the United States with trains right now and what they're doing mm-hmm. uh, with the trains. Um, uh, one, um, not building the new station. South Dakota and what they're doing in North Dakota, too, to reroute and um, the... Did you see that they're putting in a, a huge new slaughter um, house in South, in North Dakota that's supposed to be able to slaughter over 8,000 cattle in one day. It's supposed to be completely autonomized, and um, they're supposed to route the trains in there and have a, its own special train station to come through and, and have that go through. So we're living in a bunch of land up in North Dakota for all of that as well. I just saw a big Weird. thing over what what basically Bill Gates and a lot of the powerful people, Pelosi's in it too, because it's the stock that Pelosi just bought for the uh, manufacturing chips that are supposed to run all a lot of the autonomous machines that are supposed to process the food as it goes through. It's crazy. Totally. All right, let's take a quick break. You're listening to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Well, I don't know about you folks. I got to give these people a call next week. K&J Termite and Pest Control. We are being just attacked by ants, and they are coming out of the woodwork. So if you have a situation uh, like that, you need to give K&J a call. They've been doing this for over 45 years. 619-441-7378. They'll come out. Take a look at your property, see what kind of little critters you got running around. And I'm sure they have products that are safe for animals. 
uh, because there's a lot of people that have dogs, cats, and what have you, and you don't want to damage those little guys. So give K&J a call, 619-441-7378. Yeah. I really digressed in the last segment getting into uh, trains and such, but um, it brings me back around to what we were originally talking about when I started was fundraising and our annual fundraisers and the things that we have to pay for and our new lobbyist and um, hiring somebody in the next month or so, two months to handle a couple of different items that we have on in mind. Um, and, you know, one of our key ones is going to be watching and following the AB 3030 and as that goes through and um, as well as making sure that we have more trails and that we get in a new state vehicular recreation area per Kathy's, um, which I want to call it, in in my opinion, her legacy, SB 155, and and ensuring that we have, um, you know, a new destination to go explore. Or just uh, increasing some opportunity in places like Henrico. Yeah. We can still call it Henrico, but it could have the off-road vehicle section. Yeah. We'll have a, a half a dozen or a dozen trails that are uh, green sticker available. That would be great. That would be absolutely I, amazing. I went there a few months back, and it was just a beautiful place. It would be awesome to have trails there. Yeah. And it, it would be a seasonal place because the summer is really hot, and the winter is kind of cold and rainy and there's problems in the rain that, that when it gets muddy that you have a lot of soil problems. So I think it would be sort of a spring fall type of area. But we would take it. Yeah, yeah, and, we'll and they, take it. And you know they said like that that place was named in the legislation, but that was not limited. That if we can find any state park that could maybe that that off road trails would work that that we should bring it to the table. Mm-hmm. So So I, this is reaching out to all of you listeners out there. You I've done family vacations across the state of California in oh. my entire life. We I've been to several state parks here um and and have enjoyed many of them. Um and so if you have your favorite state park destination and you think that it's something that we might be able to add in um and have looked at by all means, please reach out to us and get in contact with us. Um, uh, info at sdorc.org. Um, info at sdorc.org. Again, I'm going to say it one more time because you know three times is key. Is info at sdorc.org. So. And make us aware of it. We need your help. We need your eyes. We need your opinions. So um, I looked at a state park map that I'm familiar with, a bigger state park, and I said, you know, this would be a great area to add. And so I. Amy and I looked at it, and so we'll be trying to add that area. I don't want to mention it. I don't want any of the haters to come in and try to squash that will. before yeah. uh, we even get anywhere. But uh, we well, are, would love to add what some if we, new trails. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. So say you do that. You know, you and what's-her-name get together, and you put into the proposal that if, if, if you guys are granted this land, that – We'd put a we'd put a training program together for first time riders. Yeah, um, I know. I know for a fact that that's already a big deal. Um, that Tread Lightly, which is a national organization, right. is already working on. Um, I've been reached out by Mindy um, and by Brandon, our local San Diego County representative. Um, Brandon just asked, you know, what material, what can I do to best provide and work with you for the Lost Lizard? Um, we just had the registration open up uh, three, two days ago now um, for our pre-registration for the Lost Lizard Off-Road Fun Run. And I said, you know, 
um, educational information is key. I need a flyer. We get a lot of newbies that have not been out to the desert before that come out because we are a family-friendly, family-oriented event. I'm going to give you a 20 to 25-mile course for you to go out and learn your vehicle. Um, you can you can really test the limits, and, and you can choose you know little hard shoot-offs or not that if you want to try it. There's a couple of crevices that, that will go into one of our little um, mud hill trails that you can come up out of. It's one of my husband's favorite ones that we get you really get big articulation like it's it's you and you half the time he ends up on his side and you know we have to winch him back over where is that um is that like to south of the dip it's just twisty in what yes in the I twisty love, little section right there in the mud hills it's <laughs> gonna, one of my favorite we're for sure gonna add those trails to the but, boss lizard route yes but when you're going up against the government I still think a training proposal yes. as part of it. So well, I even asked Brandon if there's a possibility of him having something ready by November where he can do like a little class for a newbie. Um, you know, ooh, you can go out and do the fun. fun run and then come back and say, you know, at 12 o'clock or, or at 1 o'clock and from 1 to 2 or um, or at 3 o'clock and from 3 to 4, we'll have, a, you know, a little session um, back here. Make sure that you understand, you know, we'll maybe do a little recovery class where we can show you um, um, anchor points. Um, you know, one of the things that I've seen uh lately is is towing and actually not knowing weight distribution and where you should actually put the majority of your weight a great and if you have to tow a broken vehicle like how do you connect one to the other yeah and that all that all could be sponsored by the the corporations the yamahas the hondas the kawasaki's you know and you don't have to have them unless they want to support the whole thing but i think you know, you should have events during the season when you can do it, not melt. Yes. Once a month. And yes. you sign up for it, and then you, we give them a sticker. Yes. And let let the forest rangers and, and the Border Patrol and everybody know that this sticker is here. And not that it's a penalty if you don't have it, but at least they'll know when they see that sticker that they've got somebody that's been trained by a reputable organization. Yeah, that's going to take time. That's yes. going to take a lot of time. Yes. But just think, if we chip away at that, all of these drivers are going to be way more educated, less accidents, less leaving trash out mm-hmm. in the desert. But it, it almost has to be something that it's, it's a 365 deal. You got to work on it yep. and promote it and get it on radio, TV, you know, signage at the dealerships. Yep. Uh, into every dealership so yeah. that if you, if you if it, corporations the, the manufacturer have, get it sponsored through so that exactly. it goes to each of their and things they, and it follows a vehicle you don't think they're not going to be thrilled to support a training on their product yeah. A DVD that comes with it that you can even, you know, we, we videotape and have a DVD that gets given with a vehicle that right. comes out so that if, you know, as that gives you background see, and information as well. it's more back to well. that being reactive instead of proactive, or being proactive. Instead we want to be proactive. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard for bureaucrats to argue with a well-laid plan. Yeah. You know, if there's holes in it, you know, because they never, they don't look at us as somebody that wants to train anybody. They look at us. As somebody that just wants to go at least 110 down the wash. Yep. But if we teach people and we have and get them involved, it's it's no different than, you know, Ford has a program called Driving Skills for Life, where they bring you out to a, a big, huge parking lot or a racetrack with professional drivers. Cars are donated. You, you get on the wet pad. You put on the drinking goggles. And they do it for free. Yep. And Ford Motor Company... Pfft, 
uh, brakes is another one, uh, Chevrolet. Everybody has one, and they are utilized, and they're all free, and it just throws out more positivity to the vehicles that they're buying. And the off-road community could do the same exact thing. Yeah, yeah. That would be absolutely amazing if we could but it's get gonna that coordinated take, and it's done. But it's going to take you know, a lot of legwork, a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, Yep. Sitting down, you got to get with the lawyers to make sure what you're doing, and and then you got to find the right yeah, that's, trainers. That's why I'm really glad Tread Lightly is stepping up and and reaching out to each of the clubs yeah, and different organizations because I know Tread Lightly has um has several different business sponsorships. Why don't, why don't you reach out and get them on next weekend? Tread Lightly. Oh, I I can definitely. Brandon's in town, so he could actually come in studio. Yeah, you know, and I think you know what we need to do because again, you know, we talk a lot about what a lot of people don't know anything about but this is the kind of stuff let's start getting people on or in that bring a positive twist to to this off-road world that we're living in because if we don't and if all we talk about are the negatives and talk about all the lawsuits that we're going to lose and all well then that doesn't do it everybody's going to say well then why bother yeah but if you get tread lightly in that's why i always liked having oceana dunes in yes because they you know they're fighting the fight and yes. there's lots of groups out there. We should bring core. I just in. asked them. They have 18 current lawsuits Good. in play right, right now for friends of Oceana Dunes. But we should 18 also 18 running lawsuits. But bring Corva in, you yes. know, and then bring in San Diego Four Wheel Drive Club. Bring you know, bring yeah. in people that that have got a message. Yeah, and including you listeners, info at org. Please be active, be involved, let us know about issues, become a member of SDORC. We need your membership now more than ever as we're looking at our new fees. Donate to us at www.sdorc.org, sandiegooffroadcoalition.org. Uh, Sign up for the fun run. Yes, the Lost Lizard is open. It's the funnest event in in the air. Saturday, November 5th, out at Superstition, not down Wheeler, new location, right off Huff Road. You do not have to hit Washboard Road and go six miles down Washboard Road off Wheeler. Nope. No dirt. Yep, we are one block off of the pavement on um, Huff Flats or the Dip. That's right. All right, so all you folks out there with toys, tell your friends about the show. Join SDORC.org. Yes. Go to the website. Anything you can do to help. Maybe you're retired and you are in business and you ran a company and you want to come in and help. Or if you're a marketer or if you're a salesman, yep. we have a sales position open, commission only. But it's a good commission. You'll love every minute of it. I mean, and you know, so that's it's and you're some, doing something good for, for the, for the for, your sport. That's right. That you love. Yep, supporting Especially your sport. Especially if you are an off-roader. So again, join up, and then a week from this coming Tuesday is your meeting over at the ranch. Yes, ranch cafe. Yep, ranch house. Ranch house. All right, On this Woodside is Drive. this is SDORC Dirt Radio. Thanks for joining us for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl, the program that is working to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. To learn more about SDORC and how you can get involved, visit SDORC.org. That's SDORC.org. Join us next week at this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego.
This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.